We are live, baby! Hey guys, welcome to We Are Live. Sweater day, Chris Simmons, it Travis Carell. Our friend Yale Hollander got the message. Hey, uh, you went with the collar and the zip up. Uh, oh, wait, it's polo. Somebody lives out in Chesterfield. Why do you yeah. think you're better than us? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's day job Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I've got to go to the office yeah, today. Yeah. I realized I had to. <laughs> I had to meet with people in person, and I was like, oh man, I got. I can't pull. That's a nice sweater, my friend. I like it. It's whatever. Is that the sheep tail? Yeah, it's exactly That's nice. what it is. That's a sheep, sheep tail. tail. Sheep tail, I As like that. As if that would be the animal's part you would skin mm-hmm. to make something it's nice. Not, it sounds like a Scottish dating site. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sheep tail. Yeah, holler out the gate. Hey, Steph Curry from the sidelines. Had enough already. Uh, <laughs> it's good thing it's not Delonte West. Um, oh, come oh, on. We haven't even introduced that. Gartner yet. Oh. In a minute. Uh, my name is Chris Demon. Like I said, it's We Are Live. We're live from Midcoast Studio. Check out the YouTube channel if you haven't yet. Subscribe, Midcoast Media on YouTube. Big show today, but first, let's say hello to the Witcher's daughter, Chris Gartner. <laughs> good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at you from behind. Mm-hmm. Still got to see what this Witcher is all about. I don't know what it is. I've just seen the thing has gray hair and no. people talk about it online. Yeah, it makes me laugh it. every time. It's been mentioned to me more than once, though, too. So you think I should probably at least take a peek to Look like see Gardner ate a few about. Witchers. Yeah. Hey, this right here. Boom, boom. Yeah, you want to try it? Want to throw out some nuts on wall? Leave it in Throw some nuts on wall. Yeah. Come on, Yale. Go I ahead. There you go. Yeah. Woo, daddy. From my walnuts. Garden. All right, Chris. Come on. Yale's in it. Got a guest in here. Be polite. What is it? Backwards? House rules. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Nobody mm. wants to see that. Mm. Uh, mm. Yale Holland. Work it out. You work uh, it out. Mm. Oh yeah. There you go, baby. <sighs> Yale Hollander, you've created Jalad. Many, many comedy showcases. Yes. Killed most of them. Yes. The loop trolley being one of them. Yes. Uh, Not killed on them, just killed them. <laughs> you killed them just Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, no, you got a bunch of new stuff going on, so we'll talk about that. You've got a St. Louis Magazine article coming Ooh, out. Oh, it did yeah. you look good, baby boy. Word, word <laughs> has mm. it. It's all Matthew uh, Seidel. Mm. <laughs> he was look great. Oh, Daddy. Oh, my God. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> Yale Hollander's music. Yale Hollander. Oh. And we're going to have Amanda Woidis in when this uh, is uh, out for the public next week. But Yale, look at you. The serious business of Yale. That's sexy. It is. You got a cover. You're like Dane Cook. Yeah. Banging chicks from MySpace. Except Carlos Mencia isn't ripping my shit off. <laughs> oh, man. Yet. Remember when that happened? <laughs> Remember Carlos Mencia? Not exactly. really. Hey, you can thank your boy Joe Rogan for that. Yeah, that's also true. I'll give I'll give a tip of the cat where, where, where it's due. I'll tip Joe for that one. Uh, big show today, as I mentioned. We'll talk about Yale's exploits, his uh, death of the trolley. We haven't actually had you in. I don't think since no. it was dead. since you murdered it, yeah. Yeah, since you disposed Absolutely of it. Oh, since, oh. Shirts, since it was declared dead. Since it was declared dead, yeah. Byjack.com. <laughs> is there word of uh, of a restart? Have you been notified? Do they counsel you? No, uh, for your comedy, not your lawyering. I, I think I've probably been embargoed from any from the uh, new further version. updates. Yeah, they probably have a do not contact. What uh, are, what are other places that have made your comedy, out? not your lawyer? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, I want there to be I a did, clear delineation. I did do bankruptcy law very early in my career. So. Uh, now, Yale, I'm trying to think. Travis, we've got the aquarium. Uh, we have the NHL All Star Weekend. 
We have uh, Cardinal's Caravan. Which of those three have you hit up for ideas for comedy showcases? I, I, was, uh, I, w- I was on the wheel on Sunday. Yeah, checking it out. It's like there's nah, there's no way this isn't viable. Your kids are just like, Dad, can we please go somewhere where you don't leave a business card and say, Sure would be funny to have a showcase here. <laughs> so not, not viable. Not, 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 not viable. The aquarium? Aquamity. Yeah. Okay. I like that. All right. That, I'm mad that, that it was good, but I I'm, I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm gonna let you keep that one. You run with that. Could you do a showcase like at the aquarium? <laughs> Man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big aquarium guy, so it's not like I'm clamoring to spend twenty five dollars waiting a ninety minute line. I mean, the line for that thing on Sunday was really? ridiculous. Just to just to get in. I, I, I think we could do a aquarium comedy show. Like you would have to wade in the water. We can call it sink or swim. Yeah. And comedy for how long? Just like yeah. fair if foul. You, if you Ooh, bomb, yeah. <laughs> if you sink or swim. <laughs> you bomb, you have to swim across the shark tank? That's right. Yes. Ooh. Oh, you better come prepared. This ain't no regular open mic, baby. That's Your right. life is literally on the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's scary. Uh, so none of those have uh, been on the list. Now, don't you take yeah, my yeah. idea for uh, High Times Comedy over at the dispensary in Collinsville. Oh, the, the dispensary in Collinsville. Have you yeah. reached out? Not yet. <laughs> Let's do it together. That- <laughs> Let's build a bridge. Be like, you know what these people who are standing around uh, waiting to buy your overpriced marijuana is? They need laughs. That's right. That'd be great because then we can actually see the very progressive Illinois governor step in and go, all right, guys. Enough's enough. Enough's enough. We've let people out of prison. (laughs) We've allowed this entire filthy comedians. (laughs) You comedians just mm -hmm. get a life. Yeah, I don't don't know. I think the the government of Illinois, I don't think, is real happy with me right now because I started that joke making fun of them for wanting to adopt daylight savings time permanently. And I said, that's just a device to shorten all of their ex-governor's prison sentences. <laughs> <by> <laughs> that's uh, that, that was that's a good smart. Line. That was funny. That's good. Uh, you know what else is smart, Travis? Gateway Powder Coating. Oh, Don't yeah? Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. They're fast, durable, and affordable. You didn't know that, did you? Yale, if you're doing a comedy show at a, uh, a place with a bunch of metal furniture, Send them to Gateway Powder Coating. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't want my audiences sitting on rough, coarse, unfinished oh, metal he's furniture. So he's so good. He doesn't only plug his own stuff. He plugs ours. Travis, how are you this morning? Sound I'm, a little I'm, nasal? I, I am nasal McNasalsons. I am. I am. I wouldn't say I'm under the weather. I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it as hard as one can. What kind of hawk is this? This was. Uh, this is, feels like sinus congestion cold hawk possibly this is an mlk hangover you didn't go no, out and celebrate last I, night, the good doctor you i weren't doing so much public service yesterday that you got sick i i did do public service i watched an inordinate amount of uh, nba games oh. uh, someone raised the question an important question on twitter did dr king even like basketball that's fair i don't and i was like Back you know then, that's it a wasn't fair that- question it really yeah it wasn't what it is now so i don't I don't know if Dr. King would like basketball, but the NBA has made it its second Christmas day well, where they just show like 16 NBA games yeah, to like never, one of the afternoons at 12 o'clock at night. I've never considered that question, quite frankly. Well, you know, and, and, and now that now that you, you talk about it, there is a bit of a coincidence there in that Dr. King was assassinated two days after the St. Louis Hawks played their last game. Oh, really? That is true, yeah, because that was my birth. That was the day I was born. Really? Yes. I, I, The St. Louis Hawks and I 
passed in the night by how, like ten minutes. How That's crazy. old is Bob Costas? How old is Jill Holiday? No, Bob you Costas asking the wrong did the damn spirits, question. not the Hawks. Spirits, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Sorry. The spirits oh, yeah. is what he did the uh, oh eight my. years later. I was like, Costas can't be. 80. He used blowjob on the air. Okay. I, I will say that I do appreciate the <laughs> NBA. Mike Shannon? No, uh, I'm talking about Bob Costas. Oh, oh my. I, I do appreciate though what the NBA does on MLK Day because yeah I don't think any other professional sports has anything going on on well, the MLK holiday. What's hockey gonna do something? I mean, I mean, That's Dr. King didn't just a, say they get accused of appropriation. Then no, hockey hockey has made you it. Got to be careful. Right? Hockey has made it clear where PK they stay. Subin. Yeah, so PK, PK Subin, Subin can only be in, in so many right. places. Right. Yeah, I think hockey's made is it. it oh yeah, clear only PK, PK Subban and Vegas. I think they've made it pretty clear. Just some of the firings recently from some general managers and coaches in the NHL and. I saw most recently at the Blues last game before the break in Colorado where they rolled out the huge Blue Lives Matter flag in the middle of the ice. I was like, oh, boy, I guess we won't be getting anything on MLK from the NHL. So I appreciate what the NBA does. It was really they – do, they do a very tasteful job. And they have the Lakers and Celtics. What's more, you know, get the races than the King, LeBron James, and a bunch of blacks from L.A. taking about- on some – other blacks from, from Boston. Boston. Yeah. Talking about Connor's black. friend, LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> Reluctantly employed blacks in Boston. Let's <laughs> not kid ourselves. <laughs> that's the only that's the only urban area where the black dudes are like, ah, suburbs sound great. Like, I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. Yeah. I haven't met, you know, that's interesting you bring that up. I, I don't think I've ever met a brother from Boston. Probably, Personally, I know they exist. Probably some boxers. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Out of necessity, yeah. you treat it like a like something that's extinct. It is. Almost. It feels like. Have you, you met, met a brother? I know they exist. You have you met a brother from Boston? No. Have you, you met a and you're a well traveled man? Have you met a brother no, but, from Boston? But what's really ironic is is that the the first African American or I guess African Canadian to play in the NHL played for the Boston Bruins, Willie O'Ree. Oh my! That's strange. I never thought about oh, it. hockey. In Boston was more progressive than basketball. There's a black Canadian that played hockey in Boston in what 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 decade is this? Sixties. Oh, sweet 60s. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh, can we check up on him? Do we yeah, know what happened? Around. Oh, really? Yeah, he's still Willie O'Ree. I th- matter of fact, I think he'll be here for the All Star game. Really? Because yeah. they've got the Willie the, O'Ree. Willie O'Ree. O R E E. See, that's from the, that's Boston. the thing. Nice. That's the thing. Ah, the Boston, the helped. Yeah. Boston Bostonians yeah. just assumed like, he was yeah, Irish. They were like, yeah, sign him up. Oh, what? Uh, like, Obama. <laughs> yeah, like Obama. Yeah, like Obama. Obama. He changed his name when he went to Boston. Yeah, yeah he just... <laughs> oh, hey, apo- hey, throw that O on there. Put an O apostrophe here. Yeah. <laughs> just remind me of that bad It was Obama probably Willie joking. Reed, and he just yeah. changed it. To, yeah. to, <laughs> to walk down the streets yeah. of Boston. And he didn't, he didn't get comfortable with calling himself Willie until like 20 years into his career. It was right. Will O'Reed yes. for a while. Yeah, William. That's how that works. Wilhelm. <laughs> Let's look that up. Let's see how many. We uh, should try to get him in. Gardner, reach out to him. Let's see if we can get him in. This is. I'm very curious about this. Talk about being a black Canadian hockey player in Boston in the 60s. That seems like that would be a very difficult time for that individual. I would think so. I would think so. Uh, then I'm, again, the Bruins were terrible in the 60s. <laughs> so probably nobody even cared, even yeah. noticed. That's fair. They were Montreal's bitch and Toronto's bitch. Okay, I was checking to see when the Red Sox had their first African-American player. Do they have one It yet? was Mookie uh, Betts. Okay. Everyone knows that was Mookie <laughs> Betts. It was, no? it was 1959. Okay. 12 so 12 years. 12 after. years after Jackie Robinson. And it was Elijah Pumpsy Green. Oh, Pumpsy Green. Oh, Pumpsy. Pumpsy. He passed away last year. Oh. At the age of 85. 
Elijah Pumpsy. I'm glad to get the ble- the boss of the organization's eventually right. got around to Here we it. go. Here we go. <laughs> well, you've got to be careful with St. Louis here. From Do- BlackAmericaWeb.com. Oh, we got one of uh, those, eh? Yeah. Ten. Sounds fake. It's on a GeoCities <laughs> <laughs> It does like something. It sounds like oh, something wait. Travis would say yeah. when he's doing <laughs> ad libbing a live ad. Well, just go to blackamericaweb.com. <laughs> yeah, but your Google ads are going to be very interesting. Oh, uh, yeah, days. absolutely. This isn't. Um, the payday loan ads are just going to start popping up in your feed. This isn't. Okay. This isn't fair. They okie doked me. Do you, I'll just throw out a few. Well, there it started with Michael Bivens. I don't know. If you know who that is from Bell Biv to Bell, 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 Yeah, BBD. Well, there's that, and then Benzino is the second from Boston. One. So this is oh, what it is said. it? Yeah, yeah. But then new it goes. Adi- and, um, yeah, new edition for the most. It's from Boston, but right? But then it's but number three is Donnie Wahlberg, and then like number six is Jay Leno, and from the Boston n- area. Yeah, I didn't know Jay Leno was from Boston. I don't. We're I didn't know Jay on. Leno was black. I mean, it was a list either. called famous black people from Boston. Okay, it's a joke, yeah, obviously. Is, okay, well, I didn't realize. That. They will have a because uh, I got a release on this the other day. Um, I'm just going to read the headline because I haven't read all the details yet. NHL Black Hockey History Tour comes to NHL All Star Weekend in St. Louis. How about that? Black yeah. History Month 2020 celebrations, and it's kind of a traveling museum type thing, and it will go to the Matthews Dickey Boys and Girls Club. Uh, the Boys and Girls Teen Center in Ferguson. It'll be there a couple times. It'll be in Keener Plaza at some point. All right. Tip and of the cap to the NHL. The Missouri History Museum. All right, NHL. Go. Tip of the see? cap. I see you. I like that. See, now somebody was paying attention to NHL corporate. Well done. Uzo. Well done. Uzo Adaba. Well done, woke intern. Mm. <laughs> it has to be. Uzo. He thought it was. He was like, man, I'm here. Give me one job. Shit. Yuzo Aduba. Who is that? Orange is the New Black. Okay. Plays Suzanne Warren. Yeah. What's her name on it? It looks like uh, she has like short hair on the show. Yeah, yeah. She played uh, the She's character Crazy Eyes, I believe. Yes. I, I was going to say Crazy Eyes, but I thought I was just making it up in my head. And then I no, was like, Crazy Eyes. The only Crazy Eyes I know is from Curb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy Eyes. Killer. Wanda Sykes. Boyfriend. Uh, this is just a list of famous Bostonians. Yeah. We're not, we're not seeing too much. Uh, <clears throat> I know I I I know obviously black people are in Boston, but you just never hear. A, I've never encountered one. I think I think I think I would like to if we can. <laughs> Tom talk. Brown says on St. Patrick's Day in 08, the Obama campaign did release an Obama campaign button. I saw that. Oh, that was his like that was his old punchline forever for every St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah. Like I'm well, he did it when he went to Ireland, Ireland too. Obama, and everybody right. laughed. That's Tom cool. Brown's just trying Solid to take joke. over the comments this morning because oh, this boy. is awesome. I once broke up an argument between Bell and Biv when I was a security guard at the Westin. It was stupid. I believe that's that. That's real. Well, I believe I that. So I, I, yeah, believe I, that. You don't lie about that. Well, what was so. the argument about? I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's even. Probably something to do with. Uh, was it over uh, DeVoe? DeVoe, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> think of how you would say that. Huh. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just looking for more details. It sounds intriguing to I me. I guess you could say that their relationship was. Oh, here you go. Here it is. Poison. There it is. Ball game. I thought you were going to sing it. Hell no. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to do that. Nope. No. Nope. I, I want to ask. I, I guess ask, that's not part of Yale Hollander's serious comedy. No. Nope. I don't. <laughs> that's right. Serious. <laughs> the serious comedy business. Serious business. <laughs> I don't. I don't sing unless there's a tip jar in front of me. Okay. Was that? Was that one of the? Were you just reading one of the tweets that Yale got sent to him? Whatever uh, they were talking about the comedy on the trolley. 
No, DeVoe was cool as hell. So, oh, man. The, what was the, the argument continues. about? I don't know what the argument was about. I think I, it was about who got the the room with the king bed. Like, like that one of them got the queen. Which one? The cot. It probably was yeah. which one of their girlfriends slept with Bobby Brown. Oh. Yeah, Bobby Brown had a history of just Plowtown. Hmm. And he did not care where it fell. It's shucker. No. Hey, yeah, I, don't, I, don't do we, I would just see him walking around. <laughs> at sh- what was the show him and Whitney did? Uh, the uh, Ghost Fuckers? Being Bobby Brown. Yeah. Was that what it was called? I think it was called Being Bobby Brown. He would just, uh, every time I see him, he'd just walk around with a six pack. Yeah. So that it, was like his thing. He was the, he was the ultimate like first man, like he recognized at one point he was like, yeah, my wife is the biggest thing on the planet. Yeah, I'm Mr. Whitney. Houston. And I'm Mr. Uh-huh. Whitney Houston, and yeah. he, he sort of kind of embraced that. One of my favorite scenes on that show was when he had to all but beg his wife to buy him like a ninety thousand dollar watch, <laughs> and she kept informing him, "Honey, it's a it's a woman's watch." And he was like, "I don't care. It's ninety thousand dollars. I want a watch." It was just like what. It, did what he just want it because it was ninety thousand? I think he wanted it because it looked nice, but it looked nice. Okay, and if looked... it looked nice, that's fine. Yeah, but if you ninety thousand dollars, Bobby, you ain't got it. They leave it above. Yeah. Bobby, yeah, so Bobby, he, he's yeah. not making OBJ money. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to. I, I do have a few questions to ask you. <laughs> do you uh, about uh, about the about the serious business of Yale? Oh, but boy. I know we have a melee. Yeah, since you brought up Whitney Houston. Uh, we put a number of melees out yesterday. Yeah, we'll we get, did. We'll get to, uh, we'll kind of tease one because there's some time to vote on that one still. But first, uh, we were asking who's headlining the uh, 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class. Yes. Because Travis and I had a discussion Yeah, we did. This. We had a little mini debate. Yeah, mini debate. Because uh, going in, there's a list of some of who Great class, by in. the way. Just an absolutely great class. Uh, but... We have the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Depeche Mode, T-Rex, Nine Inch Nails, and Notorious B.I.G., Irving Azoff, and John Landau. Um, but Travis and I were, Travis, when he was telling me who was going in to the Hall of Fame, said, <coughs> ended it with. Mm-hmm. And it's headlined by Whitney Houston. Yes. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Travis, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I understand it's Whitney Houston, <laughs> but it's headlined by the Doobie Brothers if it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that was simply my point. And uh, Travis and I and started arguing about it. And this is a, and this I believe I might have said at some point the most rock and roll thing that Whitney Houston ever did was die at an early age. Mm. Um, but we were heated. We were heated. We- <laughs> <laughs> we were at each other's throats. So we decided to put out the poll yeah, and ask got? people the question. And the results, Doobie Brothers, 63%, Whitney Houston, 36%. If you're on Twitter, you could have retweeted it into your timeline. No, you're right. It, it, that's on me. That is, that the yeah. scoring is on me. All right, However, with that being said, this poll results are racist as hell. No. Hmm. Oh, look, and look, I, y'all know how I feel about Michael McDonald. He is the... Mm-mm. That man, Yale's that face. man, that man. Woo! I love me some Doobie Brothers. Yeah, who doesn't the, love the Doobie when Brothers? When was the last time you cleaned chewing gum off of his star on the uh, the uh, Delmar oh, Walker? That, that was your thing. That was my thing. But Whitney Houston, maybe one of the greatest artists of all time. Artist, and yeah. because she is an artist, she has to have headlined this class. This is again no knock against Doobie Brothers. 
but Whitney Houston is the one of the greatest performers, entertainers, artists, voices of any generation. So of course she headlines that. I assure you, when they do, when I, the last person, well, I don't know how they do the order. I don't think they do the order any particular way at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But if they did it the way that the NFL does it, she would be the very last one. Who's at the top of this billing? That's that's because this some, is a tweet from the Rock. That was probably Hall of Fame. a font issue. It was an, uh, probably a font issue. They no, probably it's couldn't the get, Doobie Brothers. They, they cannot be headlined. They have top billing. What do you gentlemen think? What do you believe that the Doobie Brothers should have top billing as the headline of this class? Well, let's let's backtrack first. Calling this Ooh, thing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is uh, we're past that. Okay, it's the Popular Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm fine with that. In which case, you're not going to find a bigger popular music star on that list than Irving Azoff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going with the guy said. that I'm assuming is Jewish. Yeah, I was no, going to say. It's, you're related. It's, 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 it's Whitney. 2% of me agrees it, it, with it, you. Yeah. Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, um, his, his brother was a very famous comedian. Is that right? Yeah, laugh your ass off. Oh, uh, my God. I am so ashamed. I apologize to all the listeners. St. Louis Magazine and, just uh, lost six subscribers. Yeah, you just lost all your spots. Thank about to you. Say, this the is, serious yeah. business. The serious business. Yeah, that that is not well, even. Ser- serious meaning not funny. So, I oh, mean, oh, technically. No. You know, oh, no. No, it should be Whitney. It, it, it's the popular music hall of fame. And I think I went on a, a bigger popular music star in that group than Whitney. I, 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 I think get it's your based, argument. I think I'm it should be based on that. It should be based on attendance. Who shows up first? So you got a Delonte West joke here. And it's you not going to be T Rex either. Right, okay, right, but you know what? I, I'm glad you are getting this out your system now because I now know the rules to set up for Blackberry. Hmm. And Chris already attacking Wait, two people who had struggles planning? in there. Oh, I've been planning, have but you? now Chris is helping oh, yeah, me out. It. He's already attacked two people who've had distressful lives. In the top of the hour, they're African American. You're gonna come to so me I'm the day before, ahead. aren't yeah. you? I, so, God, what do you think we should do? To, apologize to the Houston family. Sorry, Houston family. Thank you. Damn. And Brown family. And the Brown family. Man, don't talk about them like that. You don't have to bring up their skin color oh, for yeah, this. This is not. What? Yeah. Yale Hollander. This, but this is a fun class. I, I am. I'm actually very curious. I saw who's going to do the a, intro for a friend sent me a text saying that Dave Matthews band fans like a group of them are getting get together to protest the, the, because Dave Matthews band did not get in. But don't they have to? Isn't there like a period of time where they can't be releasing something before they are considered? I don't know. No, no. Is there not a window? No, it's just okay. Well, that benefits Whitney. It's 25 years from their first commercial okay. release. Okay, yeah, Dave Matthews Did the band, local like, bars run out of White Claw? Like, what's, what are they doing? <laughs> That's a Cocktoberfest protest if yeah, I've ever heard one. Like, we've got better things to do than... <laughs> pr- come on, guys. And I'm, I'm, I am curious, though, who is going to do Whitney's presentation. I, 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 don't, I don't know what the format is, so... Yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't know. know. Usually it's somebody from the family, it's, uh, so it could it's be... It's going to be Dionne Warwick. It could be Dionne Warwick. That makes sense. Who did it? Like, right after she passed, oh, it was LL Cool J that uh, did the thing. That's what I just thought about because, it. Because uh, the awards, the, uh, what awards were coming right after the Grammys? Right. Right after she had passed, maybe? Right. Or something like that? Because um, L. Cool J came out to do the tribute, and I felt terrible because I couldn't stop laughing, and I was watching it with my mother because Michael Rapaport had tweeted out about how L, the over-under of how many times L. Cool J was going to do this thing here. Oh, it's just a tick. Oh, man. And so he does that. Mm. He walks out three seconds in. He does it. And I'm like, 
start chugging. And he does it again. And he said, this is a serious moment, and I can't stop laughing. And my mother's looking at me like I'm, at, like I'm an asshole. You're a monster. Well, and then, and then I probably have to agree with that. Like that. And then well, week, when I, I saw the tweet, it made me laugh. And then a week later, Michael Rappaport did it every other hour. <laughs> Get it? Uh, I think it'll, you know what? It's, it's, not, even, it's not even going to be a, um, it's not even going to be a, a Houston family member. I think it's probably going to end up being someone like, not even trying to be funny, someone like Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, if I'm not mistaken. What about like, Oprah? Actually, I can see Oprah. Yeah. Eh, I'm not I can joking. Say, I, don't know, I don't know their relationship. I know Tyler Perry at the end. You know, help fly Whitney's body from California to Was uh, it on his Newark. private jet that the uh, televangelist fought from him? It may have been, actually. It actually may have been that jet in which he flew. Is it Kenneth Copeland? Is yeah, Kenneth cool? Copeland, who bought his jet. Like, oh, Tyler gave me a great price on a private jet. <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing says you're a man of the people than quoting private jet prices. Yes, and bragging about and ripping bragging off about a black man. Oh, Tyler Perry was... A, and then he threw it in because he knew... Surprised oh, he didn't say he jewed him down. <laughs> oh. Can I laugh? Am yeah. I allowed to laugh? Uh, We're 3%. all allowed to laugh. You can laugh up to 3%. <laughs> there we go. I, but no, I, I, I don't... Mean this, by the way, as a dis- I'm a huge Doobie Brothers fan. I love them. I, so I don't want people to think that, you know. It's, oh, you hate your hometown. We no, get not it. at all. I'm, and their time, he couldn't have been better. A short period of time. I wonder, did they know or had a general idea? Because they're doing the tour this year, right? They're watching yeah. the tour this year. So what a better mm-hmm. time than for them to go on tour than when they're being announced into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What a, that's very, uh, that works great for them. I love Michael McDonald. He was great at UMSO a few months ago. I guess it's just your perspective on. What it actually is yeah, now. That's true. Hmm. Do you think it's become a little bit more pop culture? I think, well, pop music. Pop music, yes. I think me. most certainly. Okay. Um, that's why I can't, f- if I'm, g- that's why I said on a technicality. Yeah. I would say Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but really what, I mean, because look what else you're having, or who else you're having going in. Um, I mean, you have Notorious B.I.G. going in, too. Right. So, I mean... You might need to do, at least clarify something here at some point. But the branding's already out there, so they probably don't care. I think, yeah, I think in a general sense, I think this... It's just kind of accepted now. Yeah, but it's been, been there have been a ton of R&B artists and uh, previous rappers that have been inducted into oh, the yeah. Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Public so, yeah, Enemies. Yeah, so I think, yeah, pop, I think pop music. I think it's kind of like the music, it's the Hall of Fame that just recognizes the type of impact you've had on music culture over an extended period of time. They got Mozart in there? He should be, maybe. Should start a movement. To get Mozart into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Did you mean that orchestral pun, start a movement? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, but thank you. You're welcome. I'm a fan. No charge. <laughs> now, Chris Gardner, our orchestral puns. <laughs> Do we have any other melee? Um, we have one out there right now asking, which is a better movie franchise? The Dead Heat. National Treasure or Bad Boys, and at last check, it was at 50-50. Really? And there were a few hours left of voting. So we'll try find, uh, find out how people vote and give the final results tomorrow on that one. But National Treasure or Bad Boys, which is a better movie franchise? So this seems to be a pretty good question. I um, will try view today the Bad Boys for Life film, which I checked out this Martin Luther King weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very excited to talk about it. I think um, 
Should yeah. be a man and travel it now. You want me two guards? Well, we'll do it in the second hour. Okay. Yeah. Stop yelling at me, Chris. Mm-hmm. Get me in trouble with guard. Coward. You just. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Guy's trying to call an audible and gets. <laughs> Bill Belichick with a side laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stick to the yeah. script. Right? How about we do this? How about no? Moving <laughs> on. Never again. <laughs> mm. Got a mutiny this morning. I do have a, a piece of audio that I wanted to play for everyone here. Okay. I know Yale would enjoy this too. Um, I had mentioned it last week and I had forgotten I had it in the vault here. Um, but it's a 911 call. Oh, boy. Oh, good. Um, from O.J. Simpson. <laughs> oh, well, this is just getting better with each new word. You come out of your mouth. We had, we I had know which one. Briefly mentioned it, but I had talked about O.J. Simpson making a 911 call about his wife doing cocaine with Pedro Guerrero. Oh, yes. This is the true crime series, Yale, that we absolutely want to dive into. Absolutely. See, this is the story and this is that why I can no never, one truly talks about. I can never, when I hear Pedro Guerrero's name, this is all I can think about now, is this 911 call. So I wanted to play it for you guys, all right? Here you go. Police and fire. Where's your emergency? We have a problem here. I'm trying to get a girl to go to rehab who's been doing drugs with Pedro Guerrero. Does anybody there need rescue? We've been doing drugs for two days with Pedro Guerrero, who just got arrested for okay. cocaine, and I'm trying to get her to leave her house and go into rehab right now. Is anybody hitting anyone right no, now? No, no, it's not like that. Anybody I, have any weapons? No, no. Does the girl need any no. rescue? No, she doesn't need a rescue. All right, I hold on and I'll friend. We're trying to tell her. <laughs> Hello? This is the police department. No, she left, and I don't know what to do about it. Man, I'm she? frustrated. She just got Pedro Guerrero, got low, uh, got arrested for having 15 keys of cocaine here recently. This girl has spent the last two days doing drugs with him. Me and a friend just came over and said, you're going into a rehab. She got mad. She just got in her car. Now she is, is loaded out of her mind in her Mustang driving around town somewhere. She needs to be stopped. And that man would later go on to kill that woman. O.J. Simpson, Ford loyalist. Mustangs, Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's my first well, time uh, hearing then that. Well, then again, you know, Hertz was exclusively Fords for many years. I didn't so. know that. Yeah, they were. I didn't know you had deals like that. Yeah. With that, is a, that is a very manic phone call. Clearly, here's what the deal was. His wife was getting banged out by Pedro Guerrero, his ex-wife, someone that he had essentially tossed aside, and he was upset that she was getting blow and blown out by Pedro Guerrero. Okay. He stumbled upon it. He was not happy. And the best thing he thought he could do was <clears throat> try to throw Pedro Guerrero under the bus yeah. by frequently referencing his name on a documented 911 call in hopes. Many, yes. Many times. Many times. He kept specifically, and then went back and talked about how he had recently been arrested for coke. So, OJ, what a psychopath. Yeah. He, uh, what a wow, that guy was. If you go back and listen to it, I remember Jim Rome featured this on one of his shows once. And Jim kept repeating how uh, OJ said Pedro Guerrero's yeah. name. Yeah. Pedro Guerrero. Pedro Guerrero. Guerrero. As opposed to Whitey Herzog, he used to call him Pedro Guerrero. Guerrero. <laughs> A very intoxicated uh, Whitey Herzog at Faust's. I think that was, or AJ's, I'm sorry, at uh, the Adams Mark Hotel back in the early 90s. Uh. Who once remarked about Pedro Guerrero. Guerrero. Yeah. Uh, that guy, he had a hose on him. Oh boy. He actually said that. <laughs> That's probably why oh, Pedro OJ Guerrero, was upset. He had a hose on him. That's why OJ was really upset. Mm-hmm. 
because Pedro Guerrero was bringing his Louisville Slugger to town mm-hmm. every time the Cole wanted to come over for a little <coughs> skiing. Mm-hmm. That is a... <laughs> Doing drugs with Pedro Guerrero for two days. I think that on the <laughs> snow and off the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what my thing thank is you, like. Thank you for that. Yeah. That is no charge. That is. I, I, if there was ever an audio I could put on a T-shirt, I would want that. I don't know how you could best describe my wife Nicole Brown is doing cocaine with Pedro Guerrero. I want that to be an entity. I want that to be. It could be the name of a podcast. I, it should be a name of was, something. It should be a, a name a of a Radiohead <laughs> album, is what I would Yes, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Someone cannot. We cannot leave. Somebody call Tyler the Creator. Tell him he's got a new album name on his hands. That is. Ah, that makes me. That's going to be. Can I, can I take. Can I have that for my very first and probably only comedy special? Yeah. The that's title. Fine. My wife is doing cocaine with yeah, Pedro Guerrero. You work on that. I got to work on that Michael Bolton softball instructional video. <laughs> okay. <thing. That's, laughs> that feels like something Yale would help with as well. Yeah. I'm here to help. Okay. I'm a helper. Have you seen any of that at all? Comedy Seriously. at the softball field with Yale Hollander. <laughs> <laughs> at Aviation Field. You go to Forest Park. There you go. I, I wonder. Figured out. I was going to say, I wonder if the Pedro Guerrero st- estate would come after me. And then I had to think, is Pedro Guerrero alive? No, he could be still alive. So I think for he's me, still alive. Okay. He's alive, yeah. I think he, if I could reach out to Pedro, like, look, man, I'm putting together this I think he dodged one at one point several years ago. Okay. And then I don't know what his, how he's doing. Oh, like he dodged losing his head, too. He yeah. better than stick around with her. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, it's something about this story, about that story existing in <laughs> the zeitgeist that just, fascinates the shit out of me it is incredibly weird and the most random thing to get imagine being a 911 operator and hearing this guerrero for me (laughs) imagine being a 911 why does he keep referencing this pedro guy why is it so important in this emergency phone call that he keeps fully name dropping this individual he's he's mad he broke up with his girl and she wouldn't found somebody else (laughs) and then also how much of a stalker was OJ? Because you didn't have well, we know the technology. Now. Well, yeah, it's very true. We didn't have the technology like we do today where we can do the find your phone and keep an idea right. as to where your loved ones are. So he, have, he had to have been following her to know that she was at, or she maybe just knew that's where she liked to go mm-hmm. to get her cocoa. Mm. Oh, he would follow her. What a- he would peek through windows. OJ is the worst. Yeah, he's a murderer. What would you do? I want to put you guys on the spot. What would you do? And what? If the Dems rolled out O.J. Simpson as the nominee. Why would they do that? And it's that? O.J. I'm just saying. O.J. versus Trump. Who so do you think wins? Now you're playing Not to say who you would vote for, but who wins O.J. Simpson versus Trump? I'd say now you're playing chess. You finally get it. Okay, <laughs> got a counter. The Dems it. figured it out. Oh, y'all want crazy? We going extra deep. Mm-hmm. O.J. Simpson. We can't leave Vegas, maybe. <laughs> That's fine. The White House would have to be the MGM. That's Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Think about the, how like the rent price is going down in the D.C. area. Caesar's Palace is now the White House. <laughs> is that what the deal? That's what's, There's that's more what's, security in Caesar's Palace, I think. <laughs> O.J. Well, is you a have psychopath. To I think that's how you get low voting totals. Yeah. Well, e- either, either way, you're almost always going to find the president on the golf course, regardless of who wins there. <laughs> that's very true. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's scouring every golf hey. course in the country trying to find the real killer. I mean, isn't no, I, no hooker scandals. It's I mean, all legal. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I mean, if we think about it, they're kind of the same person. 
Not in the city limits, though. What I mean, if we think if we think about it, <laughs> thank you. The O.J. Simpson and Donald Trump are, in many respects, the same person. What? How? On uh, several levels, they're they're incredibly I mean, narcissistic. Never, never, yeah, I could but stab my wife murdered. and a waiter on the front lawn of my house and still get elected. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it 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 shakes out. Trump's I, got, I said, Trump's got steaks. O.J.'s got the steak knife. Well, there you go. Mm-mm-mm. They're both really into blonde women. Yeah, like its daughter. They have enormous heads, enormous heads. Yeah, uh, I don't know that they're the same. Aren't there? Isn't there a photo that exists of OJ and Donald Trump together? Uh, oh, one million percent. Yeah, sure. Gotta be. Has to be. Well, there's OJ and walking out of a Planned Parenthood. Bill Cosby at a Madrasad. Definitely on a Definitely. golf course. Definitely. On a Definitely golf on a golf course. Uh, while we uh, contemplate these very important thoughts, uh, Yale has been on this show and. His involvement actually maybe got it uh, a little love in the St. Louis Magazine spread coming up. It's happiest hour this Thursday. Come check it out. We have a wonderful lineup. Casey Paulson, Matt Barnes, Stephen Briggs, who's going to be, uh, he's a headliner. He's coming in from Los Angeles. He's going to do some time on this show. I believe he's got a weekend spot as well out at uh, Back Door. And then uh, Larry Green's going to headline. Thanks to Jack Daniels for presenting this. Always appreciate their support. We've got Schlafly specials as well. Don't forget that. That's this week, Happiest Hour, 3224 Locust, right here in Grand Center at Sophie's. Come join us. Always a good time. Get there early. It's been packed like the last six shows, so come get your seats. Had to bring out a bunch of extra chairs last week. Nice. It's uh, It's been a good time, so come out. Have some fun with us this Thursday at Sophie's Artist and Cocktail Lounge. I will say the couch at Sophie's features prominently in the St. Louis Magazine article. Ooh, la, and la. Mm -hmm. I mean this with all my heart. You would have probably told me if there was a picture of us in the St. Louis Magazine. I'm so glad it didn't make there because every picture that guy took, I was like, that was, I look horrible in that one. It's a weird kind of a thank God moment. I wasn't, I, wasn't feeling my look that there you evening. Go. Well, so, obviously he picked up on that. Obviously the editors yeah. picked up on that. Oh, God, what's wrong with that guy? You should have wore that sweater. That's See, this would have this would have made the cut for sure. Well, you, I'm, I'm, they'll do a better job when they do your cover story. Oh, man. Yeah, you've done a... Yeah, you do look good in it. You do look good. I, I'm not even kidding. Good there. call on the... Uh, the what, what would you call that face? Like if, if an acting coach yelled something out, what are they yelling out for you to make that face? You gotta be kidding me! I'd say a hmm, hmm. Give me your best hmm, yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? I think that was probably one of the last pictures we took. You know, I, at the it's end a of a four-hour photo shoot. No, I'm just kidding. It was only like <laughs> forty-five. What do you minutes. have? But with no, him it, in the I mean, there's. I, he probably took two hundred pictures. Yeah. Repping the Impolite Company mug as well. Absolutely. What's under your arm? I'm with Gardner. That is What's under a, your paper and a copy chicken. of the Post Dispatch wrapped around a rubber chicken. A rubber chicken. Okay. Gotcha. Biel, you've... I, Again, I, that's I, all Matthew Seidel. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, you do such a very good job at not only promoting your, yourself, but also comedy in general here in St. Louis. And you, you know St. Louis as well as anyone. Um, what has been some of the more difficult challenges for you to... Con- as you try to expand the comedy scene here in St. Louis, you know, Chris and I have now been attempting to Chris, certainly obviously on the business end, have been attempting to do this for over three, four years now, and it has grown and we've seen great successes, but for you, obviously in the trenches as well, what are some of the things that you have found challenging in a city that you probably know backwards and forwards? 
the most challenging thing for me, I think, is everything west of 270. It's Ooh. just, uh, but between yeah. the river and 270, right. because St. Charles County is a pretty strong, has a pretty strong pocket of, of comedy and comedy enthusiasts. Okay. But, man, I tell you what, you know, for whatever reason, you know, when I first started doing comedy, you know, and all my friends and neighbors and everybody, you know, they're all, you know, for the most part out in that West County area. Oh, yeah, we want to come and see you, but, you know, we're just not, you know, keen on a Wednesday night of going all the way down to the city at 10 o'clock because we got right. work and yada, 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 whatever they do to, you know, uh, try and make an excuse for their thinly veiled racism. <laughs> 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 You heard it here first. But, you know, uh, you know, even when I've taken shows out to West County, like out in Chesterfield and, and even in Clayton, it's just, it's hard to get that, what you would think would be a demographic that is clearly supporting comedy on Netflix and right. all that. But getting them out for live comedy has just been a, a, a real challenge. And getting them to come east to some of the more conventional comedy venues in mm. the city and in the eastern part of the county is just that's been the biggest challenge for me but you know I'm not going to not going to give up on it there's got to be there's got to be a magic location or a magic time or place or whatever right so. it's time time fixes it time and running a good show and just having a good partnership with whoever you're doing it with and even if a show or a showcase ends like that's actually not a failure like it's just think about it if it was at a comedy club and they were just like hey we're going to do some shows like that doesn't just because they yeah. do four shows and they didn't do eight doesn't mean that it was like a failure. So it's always a weird mix of everything. Everything it is a limit. Takes time. Run. Takes I'd say six months. Absolutely. At Every, least. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is a limited run. You mm -hmm. know, nothing is forever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you never talk about well, this show got canceled or they didn't renew or whatever. It's just we've reached the end of our run. Now we're moving on to something else. Mm -hmm. And you never know because the person who booked your show at venue A may wind up being the general manager at venue D down the line where maybe it makes more business sense for them to have comedy. But if you pissed them off when you left venue A, they're going to go with somebody else or they're just not going to do comedy because it's not worth the aggravation. Knowing what you know about this city, what does St. Louis's comedy taste tell you about the city? Because I one thing I love about this, it's very I feel like it's pretty diverse. You can see very. eight consecutive sold out shows from Jim Gaffigan. You can see what we saw this weekend at Helium with six consecutive sellouts of DL Hughley. Like I, I love that those two comedians from completely couldn't be different. Yep. Um, but they can sell out and have huge crowds. Yeah. Absolutely. What is some of the what is some of that type of reaction for you? What does it say about St. Louis's comedy sensibilities. I think our comedy sensibilities are so broad, mm. and really, it is it is a big tent. Mm. I it mean, is, yes. You know, when you think about who some of the most popular and well loved comics are in this town, I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah, it is, right? I mean, you <laughs> it know, is. You've got you know like a Libby Higgins, uh -huh. and then you've got the Champ Champ, Larry Green. Yes. You know, you could put the two of them on a show together, and everybody's going to walk out. Happy, enjoy themselves. Happy. Exactly, I like that. And yeah. not just, oh, well, I liked this, but I didn't like that. It's like, that was a great show from beginning to end. Right. So that's the part that, that I really like. That's a good point. I, I will say that that's one thing I've enjoyed, and Chris has done a very good job of putting together these type of shows that does bring these different types of comedians. I, I feel like when you come to these shows, you're going to, look, you may not have liked the opener, but you're probably going to maybe like the feature, or you may, there's always something for everyone when you, 
I feel like you go to most of these shows in St. Louis. Yes, and then everybody ends up liking everybody else. Yes, that they they weren't necessarily there for. So, and it makes it. I won't say easy, but it makes it a lot less challenging yes. to book a show. Yes, also, agreed. Everybody here, for a large part, especially among what I would consider to be the full-time comics or close to full-time comics here, everybody gets along. I've there's noticed no that. Feuds. I've noticed that. Yeah, it's the next evolution of your uh, of the St. Louis comedy scene. It's going to get big and it's going to get divided. Nah. You think so? No, I don't think uh. so. Because everybody's helping everybody else. It'd be it's pointless. It's, yeah. It'd be... And that's what and I think I think that's one thing I've certainly appreciated as the scene has grown over the last you know handful of years is that you do see that camaraderie. You see people working together, helping each other out. Yep. If a person has a show, lets them know. And also, I and you probably see this, and we see it out of you all the time. We give him shit because he's always. <laughs> By the way, don't think he's getting out here with about 45, 50 invoices. Mm. That's right. <laughs> but I, I, Finally I, getting you caught up. <laughs> but that's one thing I do appreciate is how uh, everyone is willing to work. Yep. If there's no one here who said, oh, I've done about... Like, it would be very easy for a Rafe type or a Chris Sear type to just go, yep, I'm the King of St. Louis now. I've done my thing. I'm good. But these guys yeah. work like it's still their first time. And I really do think that's also why this, the comedy scene in St. Louis continues to just sprout some huge talent because people work their asses off to get to where they want to go as comedians. Yep, and they keep their egos in check. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people here who could, who could you know write their own checks pretty much just based on their ego alone, and sure. they don't do it. Yeah, they don't do it. Makes sense. We've got Tom Brown in the comments says, uh, no feuds, but let me tell you about who I hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thurman Vaught, which is not a real name, I don't believe. St. Louis Board of Aldermen have comedy shows daily. Oh, Marcus, <laughs> this is from Marcus Hennessy. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about Tom Brown for a second. Yeah? I want to talk about a hustler and a hard worker. Man. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's the king of apotheosis comics. Got that open mic. Which, you know, How much did he slip you before you No, n- nothing <laughs> at all. I love nothing Tom. He, he opened up the show yeah. last week at yeah. Sophie's. Notwithstanding the fact that you know his open mic does compete with a couple of your properties. I don't care. But then that Tom sa- will, I booked Tom on Thursdays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that Saturday night show at Apotheosis Comics, you want to talk about it takes time. I mean... It's a lot of fun. I was on one of the early shows there where you know we had two people. You know The comics outnumbered the audience by almost three to one. And now it's standing room just about every Saturday night there. And That's again, great. you know, you talk about, you know, getting the big names coming in there. The big local names will come in there and they don't care if, you know, they, you know, walk out with a hundred bucks or if they walk out with seven bucks. It's a it's a fun show to do. And I think that's surprising about Grand too on a Saturday night. Oh, like, yeah, there's foot that, traffic down here. Yeah, like, well, like yeah, because you have to park, you know, seven miles away. But <laughs> but we do it because yeah. we love the show. For sure. So. I'm gonna get a, a, just a little bit personal here because I think it's frankly I think it's one of the cooler things about you, Honda, is that your daughters have seen you. Yeah perform and they've been along before just watch you before i i'm not gonna lie if my dad growing up was doing stand-up comedy i would have been 
geeked, like just over the moon. And I know now, especially young girls, they're probably like, Dad, are you serious? But they seem, at least when I've seen them out with you, they seem to be engaged. They seem to know what's going on. They seem to laugh at your jokes. What has been the response from your kids watching Dad go out and pursue his comedy dreams? Well, they, you know, uh, they work it to their advantage. You know, they're always like, oh, I guess you're going out to do comedy again rather than staying home with your family. Yeah. Yeah. So that you guys can sit in your rooms behind closed doors and play Xbox and screw around on your phone. Yeah. We're, I'm missing out on some real family time there. But no, they've they've been very enthusiastic about it. The the younger one, Faith, who you've you've met, mm-hmm. uh, she is actually kind of angling to start getting into some comedy stuff. I herself. love that so yeah. much. Yeah, there apparently is some sort of a comedy writing class that yes. she's at her high school. That's so and cool. So she, she wants to get into that and do some of that. Uh, and then my oldest one, she will turn 18 in two days, and she is very excited because I told her, now that you're 18 years old, I can take you to Helium. Do you want to go to a show? So we're going to see Kevin Nealon Saturday Shut night. up. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, she was on the trolley show that JC was on, and JC is featuring mm. this weekend. So she's excited that she gets to see JC. That's uh, awesome. You know, uh, where he can drop the F-bomb intentionally <laughs> rather than accidentally like he did. Like he did on, on the, the trolley, trolley 18 times. Yes. No, only once. <laughs> only once. So. But JC just always seems like more. So, yeah, they've, 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 they've warmed to the whole comedy thing. So that is, it, it is. It's pretty cool. Very nice. Yale Hollander, uh, predictions for the loop trolley. Will they start it back up? I don't see how they can't. I just don't know how long it's going to take and who's going to end up doing it. I mean, it's either going to be Bi-State or WashU, or Bi-State, I'm dating myself, Metro or WashU. No, I do Bi-State all the time. You're fine. I hear yeah. that a lot still. Bi-State, that's all, that's all I've known since then. Look, yeah, I yeah. grew up here, my, so I get it. You know, my, th- my thought was is that if WashU could figure out how to basically nail down most of the vacant space and commercial property along that 2.2-mile line, or I right. guess really about three quarters to a mile that's so far vacant right now Mm -hmm. you know if they can work it to their economic advantage to have that basically as a commuter line to get people from point a to point b along properties that they're going to make money from then they'll do it otherwise i think you're going to have to depend on metro keeping Uh, it around we have a question from kfb says who's this dad travis speaks of Been a while since we've acted like you didn't have a dad growing up. My I like I remember those days. My dad, I just literally talked to him yesterday. Please, I know where he is in my life. You're such a good storyteller. It's a coping <laughs> mechanism. <laughs> I appreciate that about you. Uh, showcases you have coming up. I know you got a new one out at back door. What do you have? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a few showcases coming up. First of all, next Friday, January the 31st, is the uh, debut of the Gaslight Theater comedy series. Not to be confused. Now tell us with about this. Gaslight used to be like a, a pop and place back in the day, like that square, right? Yeah. It was like yeah, well, a, Gaslight Square. Yeah, this is right. actually a little bit south of that. It's okay. still on Boyle. Okay, right by it's, WeGap. It's yeah, but it, well, it is. It's next door to WeGap. Yeah, it's, it's in the all, same building. All owned by the same people, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, cool theater, very cool theater. It's a double decker, so it's got a balcony, seats like 90 people. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, Ooh, they do a lot fun. of theater productions like and things this. like I that like there. This. So we're gonna start doing stand up comedy there on pretty much a monthly basis so uh we've got uh at gaslight at the gaslight theater oh, yeah that's that should be a block good. and a half away from me good. friday january 31st we've got uh danny lydia uh cory stewart and sam lyons will be our headliner for that show 
Uh, February the 5th is the debut of the Homebrewed Comedy Series at the Backdoor Comedy Club out in O'Fallon. We're going to be doing uh, two local showcases out there a month on Wednesday nights, the first and third Wednesdays of the month. So the first one, we're going to have Joe, the Animal, Lancey, Libby Higgins, and Rich Braun. And then uh, we'll be back on the 19th of February uh, with Tom Shelton, Carolyn Agnew, and Tina Deball. So those God, are I love those people. Those are uh, the shows see, again. There's, uh, a, there's a perfect example it is, of that's a show a, yes. where everybody is going to walk away happy, and everybody is going to see somebody that they love and two other people that they weren't expecting to love, but they will. And then it helps, and and, you, and Chris says this over and over, and so this isn't new to anybody, but again, it helps so much that these are just good people who just. It, you know, I, and I, what I, and I, one thing I've noticed also is a common thing about St. Louis comedians is that, you know, a lot of us have, a lot of you guys have put in uh, time elsewhere. Yes, you just say, you got to head to the day job after yep. this. You know, people have had jobs and careers and other things, and they've come to co- uh, comedy now as a place where, all right, this is what's truly in my heart. This is my conviction. This is my passion. And to see just people... Just have that mindset of, well, I'm I'm really gonna work hard at this. I'm yep. really gonna continue to get better. So yeah, that's a that's a fun lineup. That should be a lot of fun. I, that's just so easy to cheer for people who are comedians here in St. Louis. It really is. I say this all the time, but it really is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just not, well, you know, again, you know, talking about friend of the show Amanda Woitis, um, you know, when she started, you know, she and I started talking about doing, you know, this story, you know, she started showing up to all these comedy shows. So, you know, she's just kind of fallen into it and become enamored with the scene as well. So it's not hard. Yeah. And that's why I say that's one of the frustrating things about not being able to get West County on board yet mm. is that people don't know what they're missing. Right. And then the thing that kind of frustrates me, and we say this all the time, Chris, um, don't wait till you. Oh, I saw them on the Comedy Central Roast. They're from St. Louis. I'm going to go, no, go support them now. Yeah, go pay maybe, right. five, maybe ten once. bucks. Have a couple of drinks and, you yeah. know, have a nice evening and, and get quality entertainment. Maybe once they get the Metrolink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it'll take to break that mindset. Yeah, I'm just, with you on that. Just hop on the Clayton Road line <laughs> mm-hmm. down to... Down to Plaza Frontenac in the mm-hmm. f- space formerly occupied by Pottery Barn or whatever. Yeah. And if there's yeah. a part of St. Louis, St. Louis County that can use some fucking laughter, it's West County. Like, they need to, whatever little sticks they still have up their ass, pull it out, go check out some great comedy. Well, maybe, maybe what I need to do is I just need to need to uh, open the uh, non-moving comedy club and have Sam Page out and MC that show. <laughs> Dr. Sam Page. I'll say head out to Centene, my friend. Go ahead and see if you can do maybe uh, where the blues are practicing these yeah, days. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> do some shows out there. Or any of the other 200 buildings in West County <laughs> named after Centene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you say that, I don't know what yeah, you're I did. When about. I when I said that, I was like, wait, like 48 cents. The place in Clayton? (laughs) Which one? I wish I could draw cartoons better. I want to have a comic strip where Yale puts on comedy shows in like weird places in St. Louis. Just like picturing like a cartoon Yale in the hyena pit at the zoo. It's a great audience. (laughs) I could take you over to Belfont Cemetery and show you. Uh, Human Cemetery. Mm -hmm. Let's do Calvary Cemetery. I haven't been to Calvary. I'd love to try that. Do a show on next to Donny Hathaway. Okay, mm. let's let's do a cemetery show. We have it set up before uh, before we for get Halloween. Do a cemetery show. <laughs> I could work. <laughs> you definitely kill him. Oh. Mm. Uh, okay. Before I get you out of here, um, you 
Yeah. <laughs> I told you there was going to be a mutiny. I heard him. Um, I'm listening. Who's the Who's the best right now? Who's in 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 the industry? Who's the guy for you? Number one. Who's your Who's your New England Patriot? Who's your Golden State Warriors? Who's the comedian that's at the top of the top at the oh, moment for man. you? Man, there's so many. I give don't me Give me one. Give me one. Patriots right. aren't in the Super Bowl. No, and the are Warriors not. Yeah, are not. No, they are. But I'm just kind of giving you the general idea of somebody okay. that's just been dominating for you. Right now, if you said, I want to push play, I can listen to this one comedian as I go on my drive throughout the day. Todd Glass. Nice. I like that. That's a good I love Todd a great Glass. writer. He's a great He's writer. such a goofball. <laughs> he is. <laughs> such a goofball. That's a good one. I like that. I mean, but there's so many. You guys there had are. a nice sit down with Todd when he was in town. I did. I and think Chris Travis did. was in New York. Oh, you were in? I was at International Screen. It was a very time. good talk. Nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know uh, about uh, Todd doing the... Talking about those shows where he's got like the big band and everything like that. Oh yeah. That oh, that's, that's the that's the, those are the best. I was gonna say that's right up your alley. That, that it's like a night at the Sands with the Rat Pack or something. And he and, and this is probably one of the things that I really like about him is that he is a meticulous planner and there there's there's no accidents there. I mean, and he's got the band coordinated mm-hmm. and he's got the atmospherics and the stuff that he did at Helium. I mean, changing the lighting in the bar. Had nothing to do with the show whatsoever, mm-hmm. but he, you know, had these like blue gels that he put over the lights, lighting the drinks behind the bar. He has all that stuff down. Interesting, to yeah. interesting. Yeah. I like that. Fascinating that is guy. Cool. I actually sat. Sierra and I sat and talked with him after the Friday show when he was here last April, and uh, it's just fascinating. To, I mean. I mean, down to like chairs and what kind of chairs you need to have. Yeah. If you're, wow. You know, if you're, you know, what kind of food you should be serving if you're doing a cabaret show and just well, and he brought really up with Chris like even the tablecloths. Yeah. Like and everything. Yeah. Like that. Oh, that's fascinating. Thing. Yeah. That's very fascinating. Chris, for who is that for you right now? Chappelle. Think, Chappelle. That's that's, that's take away the free space. That's kind of a free. That's kind of a. If you had to take away Chappelle, if I mean, do you take away a tell too? Like he's really funny. No, I guess that can make sense. I, I should, yeah, that makes sense. A tell. I mean, just like straight stand up. I mean, for like laughs per minute. Yeah. Burke Kreischer or Nate Bargatze. Yeah. Like, good fucking luck. Like trying to. La- I mean, there are so many. Like uh, Nate Bargatze's so good. And then again, too, like Burke Kreischer. When you Nate, that's the guy are, made laugh, right? You did. You did. <laughs> Thank you for you clarifying. You did. <laughs> uh, too smart. How sly. Uh, but yeah, he the, he's so good. And then I again, I he's a good one. the specials too. Like specials are like half as funny as they would be if as if you were there. Sure. And Burt Kreischer specials will make everyone laugh. Like okay. he's so strong as far as like how he gets people to laugh. But yeah, I'd say like Nate Bargatze. He's like kind of he's he's okay. incredible. Taking yeah. away the free space, Gardner. Who do you have? Like I kind of like because his style's a little different, and there's like a. a I don't know, like a story aspect to it that I like with John Mulaney. I was going to say the same yeah. thing. I'm a huge Mulaney fan. I'm on the, if I could grow up to be someone, that would be him. I yeah. think he's just, I think the guy, like his I, whole style, his people whole I've style, seen, his look, his delivery, his storytelling is just. I got to put Roy Wood Jr. in on my Roy's like, solid yeah. money. Roy's a brilliant Roy, storyteller. Roy had a great, great tweet yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Travis. I did not. Because I, I know you lurk on Twitter. I lurk now. these. I'm lurking. I'm starting to get but back into the with groove the, again. Uh, you know, they had the whole 2A cosplay thing going on in Richmond, <laughs> yes, Virginia I yesterday. I saw that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, I have the tweet here. 
with a photo, oh, and Roy says, a comedy about a militia that shows up to what they think is a pro-gun rally, but it's actually an ambush draft. The army blocks off the streets, herds everyone into C-130s, and fly them off to war. Draft Tuesday. Tuesdays on UPN+. Plus. That's I'm repped by WMA. I, 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 <laughs> that's Roy Wood. Yeah. Roy Wood is good money. He's just he's just good money. He is. Go watch his stand-up. It's, he is. It's like, wa- it's like watching someone, like if you, had, if you got a bunch of cheat codes on a stand-up comedy video game, you're like, and he talks about how psychotic and mani- uh, man- how what what do we I can't even think manipulative. He, no, not he's not no. manipulative. He's just very he's very serious, very deliberate about what he does. The steps meticulous. he takes. Oh meticulous. yeah, meticulous. Sorry, my brain is uh, crapping out. The steps he takes, the way he looks into the crowd, like it's it's fantastic. He's, so, and he's yeah. a he's another great story. Mulaney's a good one. Roy's a good one. Those are mm-hmm. I love guys who can get into a story and just completely just. Man, just set the scene. And I'm, su- I'm, do a I'm good surprised job. that you have such affinity for Mulaney since I, he is now parodying children's shows. I, I would suck. think you would take offense to that. I, Making I, light I, of the of the hard work that you've been putting in. I, I think I think Mulaney, I think I I believe he's probably the best going right now as far as a guy who can as far as being multifaceted. Uh, as a person, like I just look at as like, man, from stage presence to delivery to storytelling to writing, um, just even just the way he dresses on stage. I think it's just got that old school feel to it. That is true. I love that about him. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with Gardner on that one. He's one of the ones where I'm just like, every time I see him, I do kind of stand yeah, up. Everyone, I'm like, you're so good. Everyone, everyone you mentioned is solid. Okay. Good money. Yeah. They're very solid. Roy's, and I'm a Roy Woods disciple. I am a, such a. I bow down to the man. Like I the am chicken sandwich shit. Oh, the chicken a... shit! Come on, people! Literally, like was... the, he guy created. That's brilliant. A, a Twitter show in two days. Yeah, the chicken that, sandwich <laughs> that was better than seventy five percent of the sitcoms on TV. And he had like come eight, on eight episodes, short yes. episodes that were two to three minutes long with each one, and literally made people on Twitter go, "Can, can we have more?" Yeah, that never happened. Like, I wanted to watch that. Yes. So well done. Like checking you know, his account. When is he? When are you putting out it? When are you dropping another one, Roy? Right. He, he went and learned how to do all that <coughs> stuff on his own too. Like he knows how to edit and all that stuff. Like he's like, yeah, I just need to do it. Okay, man. Gotta love it. How yeah. s- how spoiled are we that we've just gone around the room and all talked about people who could legitimately be like number one? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. That's and that just shows you where the it. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. And. St. Louis is a microcosm. Yeah, I that's agree. What we've got got going on locally here as well. Completely agree. Did uh, speaking of Attell a little while ago, um, Tina Debal killed in that room. Yeah, that's what I heard. That is God, outstanding. That very impressive. Good for her. God. Outstanding. That was yeah, that would have been a tough crowd. Cores any comic because most to people have to open. Oh and God. she killed. It's a tell. People were like, get on to a tell. And Tina was just uh-uh. like, uh, hold on. Now. And Ian Fidance both. Yes. But, I mean, oh, I he's a headliner Tina, in his own right. Yeah. Like, I told geez. Tina after the show, I'm like, you got the room you deserve tonight. That's awesome. Yeah. When you go from open to close and it's just hard to laugh the whole time. That's yeah. It was exhausting. Yeah, but it was a it good was. exhausting. The last time I saw Tina is when I went to the improv shop to see Tommy's uh, <laughs> improv show or what they were doing. I can't remember the name. Of it. Um, <laughs> I'm outside smoking a cigarette and Tina walks out. <laughs> First thing she said, Hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? She's like, Oh, I'm good. 
Except I ate vegan today, and my farts smell like actual food now. It's weird. <laughs> that was our re- reintroduction after I hadn't seen her in a while. Good to like, see you. Yeah. It's outstanding. Yep. Mm. It was just perfect. Uh, I'm guessing somebody needs to smoke. Why? Is it the shakes I got? Oh, no. I was just sweating over D- there. I mean, deep. DTs. That'll happen. Yale Hollander, thanks for stopping by. Be sure to support Most uh, honorable Yale Hollander boys and girls. Always a pleasure to be here. That's right. And St. Louis Magazine article drops. We're going to have Amanda on next week as well, but be sure to check that out and support Yale. All his shows, all his endeavors. Yale, always a pleasure, sir. Likewise. Thank you for having me. Serious conversation. It's all serious serious business. business. We'll take a quick break. Be right back to We Are Live.